Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. everyone, Alex Tatares here with another Knicks episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me is always my buddy, my cousin, my pal, the man with the plan, the guy who is... How are you feeling today, John? You were at the game yesterday. You were there, front row, Ooh. right there, front and center, Ooh. watching this game unfold before your very eyes. You had a fire first quarter. You start to see Ooh. the second quarter going kind of a... Kind of down the tube, and then the second half comes along, you're like, what the hell just happened? Yo, just, What's going on, bro? <laughs> what up? What up? I mean, uh, yeah, yesterday was awesome. Uh, of course, I didn't wear my only, basically only Knicks jersey that I rock, uh, my Starks jersey, and then John Starks is sitting right next to me. But I had him, had him sign. Uh, I took a picture with him. Had him. Yeah, of course, dude. Of course. And then I, I had him sign my Knicks film school hoodie. But I was like, oh, come on, man. Like, I could just be wearing my Starks jersey. The one but- day. The one Knicks game, but anyway, now I have to always wear it, right? Um, uh, dude, it was just a typical third quarter Knicks game. I, I mean, to be honest with you, on a personal level, and it, it sucks to say out loud, it, it was the most fun loss I've ever had in my life. This because I'm so, I was so close. Like, I've never been basically courtside to a Knicks game. So it was just like unbelievable. Like I'm hanging like John Starks is next to me. Dolan walks by fat Joe. Like, so it like the experience was just a little made it a little different, but also like, it was just so typical, like Knicks get ahead, lose the third quarter. Like that's just a typical day in the life. Like I'm, I'm being, I'm being a Knicks fan. <laughs> uh, you know, you know what I mean? Like I, I, so for me, it, like, we'll, we'll get into it. We should introduce our guests, but I, I'm, I'm okay, man. I, I'm content. We, we kind of called this like, you know, game with Toronto. It was going to be hard. It just annoys me that they are missing two starters and their most important starters outside uh, Van Fleet, arguably. And they still, you know, kind of killed us, but whatever. We'll get into all of it. I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I'm chilling. We got the Jets coming on Thursday. I mean, we got Mike White. <laughs> we got, it, 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 it's gonna. It, it's a weird week coming, man. We got we got the Knicks at the Pacers. Uh, it's, it's a scary game. Pacers uh, are going to be healthy, and we're looking like we're reeling a little bit. But uh, let's get into all of it. Let's get into all of it. Let's introduce our guest, man. All right, all right, all right. Let's introduce the guest. I had to bring that in because you were there. I want to make sure you're okay for this podcast. I don't know if people are watching this on the YouTube right Come now. Alive. He, he looks. He looks a little tired. He looks. He looks. Oh, <laughs> oh, like. Uh, I need some energy, something to to keep me going. Might have to get this man a cup of chino. I feel Who like knows? the Knicks. I feel like the Knicks. 
All right. All right. You know, I'm slumping a little like the Knicks. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, and if you heard that voice, if you heard the voice earlier, and if you listen to Nick's podcast and you've listened to post-game shows, you know who it is that's with us today. The one and only Jay Ellis, founder of the Nick of Time show. We got him with us today. How are you doing, Jay Ellis? How are you feeling? I'm doing all right, guys. I think I might be the only Knicks fan out on Suicide Watch today because, you know, <laughs> Nick's lost. Oh, <laughs> Nick's, oh, lost man. <laughs> Nick's lost in Toronto, but it's okay. We're still 5-2. We're okay, guys. Like chip yeah, her up. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, fine, fine. I'm with you, man. That's I'm with you. I, I, <laughs> I had a great time personally. Like I'm, I'm not really. It's just, it's just annoying that they're missing two of their starting guys. But that's yeah. typical. That's so typical. Like NBA, you even see in the NFL when people are missing their start, their starting guy, everyone else steps up. That and that little extra boost usually gets them over the hump. Right, it does. But yesterday was was I don't know. We fell asleep at the wheel. And there were certain things that I saw that, you know, need to be nipped in the bud. And hopefully Tom does that eventually. All right. So let's get it. All right. So let's get into this. All right. Because I think we already know what the, the nipping in the butt is uh, around <laughs> here. All right. If, especially if you watch these seven games and maybe some preseason. I don't know. What do you want to start off with? Because there's two things we can start off with. It's either Julius Randle getting a little too much isolation point Randle. Or we can talk about, uh, you know, just being a, un, unable, unable. I don't even know what the word is because I'm still annoyed from yesterday. It, just the Knicks just can't hold a double digit lead. All right. We saw them against Philly and then everything else after that. It's every time it's like they take their foot off the pedal and then they're like, Oh, we know we're good. You know, we're okay. We're better than last year. We're, we don't, we have <laughs> two guys who can play make, who can shoot that we don't have to worry about offense. We can just hit it out. We're leading the NBA in three point shots. We're so yeah. dynamic this season. Yeah. We can chill. We're cool, right? We could be like one of those top teams that can just kind of take the regular season easy and then turn no. it on during the playoffs. No, that no. is not the, that is not this team, <laughs> not this team whatsoever. So which one do you want to talk about first, guys? Come on. This, this, pick your poison. <laughs> I want to talk about the defense. That's the, I, I want to talk about the defense in general. All right. The so defense of the first unit in general is, is what's concerning to me. I mean, right. of course, Julius Randle too. Like, you know, he's, he gets his fair share of the blame because of the ISO Randle. But to me, the defense in general has been a problem. Um, since day one. In spurts and since day one. And like, I've seen the difference between last year preseason versus this year preseason. And that following into the season, like I still remember last year preseason when we first got Tibbs mm-hmm. and we saw these guys play defense for the first time. You were kind of all scratching your head. Like, is this the same team? Uh, it seemed like there was a consistent effort for like um, most of the game, starting from the opening tip on out. And with this team, the offensive talent right now is, you know, it's it's absolutely there. You see the runs we go on. But mm-hmm. from, even from the first game of this preseason, it seems like the defense is the defensive intensity does is not there all the time. And it seems like, you know, there needs to be a spark. They need to be motivated more. Uh, it just seems like to me, Tom needs to have a shorter leash with the first unit when it comes to um, effort <laughs> on defense to me. No, I agree with you, man. I, I think effort is the right word to use for it because as most people talk about in the NBA defense is mostly effort. It's not 
a lot of off, it's not a lot of talent like offense, being able to shoot the ball or having like that crazy burst of speed. Sometimes you have the intangibles of having long arms, a wingspan to to close off lanes, but it really is just an effort all around. And these guys, you can see that they're taking plays off. Unlike last season where we saw yeah. Randall and everybody really giving a hundred percent effort. I think the only person that you can really say and kind of exclude is RJ Barrett from yeah. giving effort because he's playing he's playing like a two way star right now that we want to see him become. We can talk about, we can save RJ uh, later to, to cleanse the palate of what we're about to discuss today, but it definitely is the effort for sure. I mean, when we look at the, when we look at just defensive rating across the NBA, right? Knicks were top five last season. They were in the top five defense, de- defensively. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. they're ranked 20, 20th. They're below even league average. You know, their, <laughs> their defensive <laughs> net rating is 109. They're, they're giving they, that, that, that's not the, the backbone of a Tom Thibodeau led team. But I think that's also, you know, it's kind of the, you know, how like you're dating somebody and you date, you like when you break up with somebody, you, you go to the overcorrection. You're like, Oh, this person wasn't too caring. Yeah. Now you go to oh, yeah. Hyper caring. Or, you know, you go to somebody. That's, that's kind of what's happening right here. That's how, how I feel what it is. It's, we were too defensive heavy. Not enough offense last season. Now it's like we need offense. All right, let's go crazy offense because now we can be. Now we're in the top in three point shooting. You're like, whoa, 2012, 2013 season, Mellow era. That's what we're feeling now. And defense, you're like, huh? <laughs> so I don't know, guys. Like we need, we need something to happen. Tib need, Tibbs needs to hold everybody accountable. John, as I said earlier, you were there. You, you were there. Okay, you, you saw it firsthand, courtside. Uh, what, what do you think about the defensive effort, man? Because do you think it was just a trap game because they took him too lightly because they could have thought, hey, no Scotty Barnes, no no Pascal Siakam. This is going to be easy night for us. Uh, or do you think that this was just something that is just, as we saw from other games, just an issue that was on the brink of happening, and this is the game that needed to happen to make it happen? To be honest with you, and I hate, I really hate to admit, so I... I, I didn't listen to the, I didn't really listen to any commentary on this game. And it's different when you don't listen to, you know, the comp, like the broadcasters either. Like I really had, mm-hmm. I have no, I have no idea what anyone thought about this game, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, I, the only thing I got kind of is the Randall issue that people are having, which of course I saw as well. But on the defensive side, I really hate to admit that I feel like this is where we miss Bullock. Like, like I don't think overall on a defensive, Effort we miss Bullock ever, and I don't think it, it it shows up in the advanced stats or the regular stats on an overall basis. But on this specific game, where somebody like Gary Trent Jr. is an absolute Knicks killer every single time he plays us, a la Terrence Ross, like there's just these guys that come in and the Knicks just simply can't guard. Like they're they're too quick for Randall or too small for Randall to handle. They pop threes. And they open it up and then that's it. It's over and they expose us. And for us, it's Gary Trent Jr. And even like Van Fleet, he was, he was driving in a little bit and dishing out and creating some threes. But it's just, I don't know. Gary Trent was the X factor. Of course, OG, like yeah, um, I'm going to give OG. it up to OG. Yeah, OG I'm going to give it up to OG, but he, that, that's what I'm saying. That's not, that's not a, that's not a trap. You know what I'm saying? Like he's yeah. an all star. You know, like OG, OG's an all-star, he, and he's a great defender, and you better respect that he's going to oh, shut for sure. RJ down. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that's what, or kind of Randall. 
You know what I mean? That, that's what that's what you expect. Like he was he was doing some some chipping here and there. He was talking a lot of smack to RJ though. He was really getting to RJ's head. Gary Trent Jr. was playing great defense. I don't know. That, that, that's what I saw personally. I, I think we're just missing that Bruce Bowen, that you know Re- Reggie Bullock. I, they're not in the same. You know, they're not. They, they can't hang out on the same team even, but. You know, just that type of player, that wing defender that's going to guard the best player. And to be honest with you, that's our biggest flaw. Like that, that's what, that's what, if we're sitting in a playoff series, that's how we're going to lose. Like we could have a game like we did versus Boston game one, but game two, guess what? Tatum's dropping 60. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause like we're not, we're not going to stop. Yeah. My thing is we might have a guy like that on the bench. He's just not, you know. <laughs> he's not getting minutes. not old enough. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but you think he could have guarded o, like OG or Gary Trent yesterday? Come on. No, I mean he would have done better uh, than uh, Fournier was doing. Fournier didn't even play the fourth. <laughs> exactly. Why do you think he didn't play the fourth? <laughs> because well, he was getting burnt. He was getting like he was not putting his best defensive effort and I understand like you being close and me being seeing the TV is like a different perspective like no. him and Randall to me were not giving their best defensive effort and that's why IQ got Fournier minutes mm-hmm. last night because he what about the guards him. were they mm-hmm. playing D like were Kemba and Rose playing D I feel like Kemba I feel like Kemba's I feel like Kemba was playing D uh I feel like Kemba's I, I actually feel like Kemba's defense has improved since uh the first few games. And I feel like he's been flying around. He's been, you know, trying to close out on shooters and things of that nature. And, but he, he's not a defensive guy, but he's not, you well, know, what he's point guard a, is man. Like, right. He wasn't mailing like, it in. He wasn't yeah. mailing it. You, there's, you're not going to have a defensive stalwart point guard. Like, let's just that, just throw that out the window. Like your one is not supposed to be that is going to be that guy. You know, right. it's really everybody else that we have to look for to pull, pick up that weight. Right. So RJ is doing his thing. Evan Fournier wasn't doing his thing. We see Randall taking play off, plays off. Maybe he, he looks frustrated. This isn't the first game he's looked frustrated. He looked right. frustrated in New Orleans too. You know, he allowed OG to go, go off last night. Uh, Fournier just couldn't stay in front of his man, but he's not a good on ball defender. He's a better team defender. And he wasn't mm-hmm. even helping out the team last night. Yeah. And I know you're alluding to Quentin Grimes to get some minutes, but Quentin mm-hmm. played well, you know, Outside of shooting wise, who, who he's struggling, and we're going to talk about him a little bit later. Defensively, quickly was staying in front of his guys. I think people That's, underrate how good defensively quickly is, and he was doing that last night, at least. He, he's he's and on, in general, uh, it's kind of going under the radar that quickly has been pretty good defensively. I was reading a random stat. I'm not sure what it is right now, but when I was checking the stats like last week, he was like top ten in in uh, defensive three closeouts. Like last mm-hmm. week or so, so he, like he's putting the effort on the defensive end, and it might be because you know we have competition on the defensive end as well. You know, we got Grimes behind him, we have McBride behind him, so maybe as lighting a fire under him to step it up on that end. But you know, he's definitely putting the effort on that side of the ball. It's just the shooting is just not you know it's not there right now. But you know, we'll, we'll talk about quickly later. Yeah, but but <laughs> yeah. wait, but but Tibbs but Tibbs rewarded it yesterday. He did. He 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 left quick in. When everyone, and you know, uh, my friend who I was with and the people next to me too, everyone's like, oh, like they're going to take quick out, take quick out. I was like, how can you take him out right now? Nah. He's the only, he's the only guy I can actually trust right now to play a little defense, but also like kind of score. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? Like at one point right. I was like, 
I'd rather I'd rather take that like you know ridiculously far IQ three right now than pretty much any other offense we got going on at the moment. Yeah, and plus in the back of your mind, you've seen quickly just kind of snap out of it and drop twenty out of nowhere. So like, if he's going to play defense, if he's going to play defense and he's passing the ball because he has some nice assists last, he really did five assists. Then you're just like, you know what? Roll the dice. You never know. Quickly gets hot all, all the time. And then you, next thing you know, we're back in the game. How many games did he just single-handedly bring us back by himself last season just by shooting the ball? And, and like, and like, and unlike, you know, usually like last night, the, the shots he took weren't bad shots. He had wide open shots that he missed in the corner. It yeah. just, it just didn't. Here's my problem. Here's my problem. I can close my eyes and say the last. The last two things you just said I could say about Randall. So I, I want you guys to talk to me about Randall because I, in the first quarter, he was murdering. Dude, yep. I thought I was literally screaming at him. I know he could hear me. And that's what that was so cool. Loki, that was so cool because he's like, look at me. I know he can hear me. I'm screaming I'm right there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yo, drop 40. Like, he's like, looking at me like uh, laughing, like, shut up. Um, <laughs> but he, I mean, he was he was on track for like twenty fifteen and five or thirty fifteen yeah. and five. Why not? He was killing it in the first quarter, and then he kept trying, you know. And I I know that you guys say ISO ball. I didn't watch it on TV, like I said, but it, it looked like good shots to me. That's like art. It was like he was taking his baseline jumpers. They looked fine. Like it, it, to yeah. me, it wasn't crazy. And nobody was doing anything, dude. Like it wasn't like he was like people were moving or and he was like stealing the ball from Kemba from the top like Melo would do. Like, you know what I mean? Like from the three point line, like give me the ball right now and just wait. And I'm going to steal it for, you know, 14 seconds and just get the rebound if you want it. I, I don't think he was doing that. I think he was they were like deferring to him like, yo, we don't know what to do. Could you please score so they like double team you? You know what I mean? And then like RJ three from the corner, same idea. I think the thing with Randall though is that outside of the first quarter, he was in such a good rhythm where it was just either taking his own shots or playmaking and creating for others. Right. Once that second quarter came around, the issue didn't wasn't necessarily him scoring. It was more so him playmaking for others. He was holding onto the ball a little too long, not finding guys in rhythm. Waiting, like, just we're talking one, two seconds later to actually pass it out, and they adjusted to him. And I think he, they adjusted to him, but then he didn't counter to adjust to what the defense was doing. And that's what really threw off the remainder of the game. Because if you're going to run it through Randall, then Randall has to be smart enough, like he did in other games, even when he didn't have it going, right? And whether it was Chicago or New Orleans, he was still getting other people involved, even though he was showing some frustration, especially in New Orleans. And that's what he didn't do last night. And for a team that we're going to have to run through for what, if we're going to have to run through Julius Randle, he needs to be on his A game in that, in that aspect. You know, I saw someone on Twitter put, oh, shout out to Popolev because he tweeted this. He's like, Julius yeah. Randle looks like a guy that doesn't really care about his numbers, but thinks he has to get the numbers. Tweeted that's day. his job. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, like tweet of the day. And it really is true. Like when you look at it, he looks frustrated because he thinks he has to be doing more when it's fine for him to be doing less. It's it's yeah. okay. Like we have the four guys in that starting unit that can pick up for him. We see RJ did it against New Orleans. Okay. We saw it, we saw it against in Chicago. Like we don't need him to always like come in and have to do that. That's not his role anymore to be that guy to drop 25, 30 to keep us in the game. We don't need him to do that. So for him, it's just figuring it's, it's going to take time, man. 
I wrote about it for Knicks Fan TV for being patient with RJ Barrett and this whole team has to find rhythm together, especially the first unit, because literally these two between RJ and Julius have not had the same starting unit for three years in a row. Okay. Yeah. Last year when we had David Fisdale, we had Mook, Randall, RJ. Uh, it was weird to start off with Alonzo Trier, Frank Nilakina, <laughs> and Alfred Payton. And then you have, uh, Taj Gibson starting at center, right? And then I'll Wayne Ellington or Reggie Bullock whenever they came in after Mook was gone. Next season, last season, we had Peyton, Bullock, RJ, Julius, Mitch for half the season, then Noel. Now we're back here again where it's Mitch, RJ, uh, Randall, Evan Fournier, Kemba Walker. And each, each year, the offense is vastly different from one another. Okay. First time for that first year, not good three point shooting team outside of Mook. Second year, we had a good percentage, but not volume-wise. Now we're actually a good three-point shooting team with a lot of players who can play make and put the ball on the floor. So I think there's kind of like a balance for everyone to figure out how to adjust to one another and know where the, what spots they're like, know each other's role, and just get comfortable with that. But if he's going to run through Randall, he has to know that it's okay that he doesn't have to be that guy. That's just it, my all, take on it. And also, too, like I feel like is something emotionally happening with him. Like I know mo- Randall... Randall in general is an emotional player, like in general, and he right. seemed like a robot yesterday. Even when he was shooting well, he seemed like a robot. So I'm, I'm like, what was happening there? Like, and, and I, I get the fact that he wasn't making plays, and you know, the defense adjusted, and it was kind of pressing him higher and forcing him to make better passes, and and he wasn't answering the bell. But it was, it was like other things that compounded with that that made it seem so bizarre that he just looked like he checked out like 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 they would steal the ball and he would just not go back on defense or the ball would be like 10 feet vicinity of him and he would make an effort to like play help defense or grab a rebound or there was just there was just a complete lack of effort in every area of the game that I'm not really used to from Randall and I don't know mm-hmm. if it's because he feels like he's he wants to shoot and he can't so he's pouting or, or something else happens behind the scenes in the locker room or something because that that just did not look right to me at all like like it just well, I don't I mean, know l- listen I mean if you if you listen to our last episode we we, we kind of predicted a little bit that this might be a trap game coming off what we predicted would be two wins, two on the road coming back for this, for this one home game before going back on the road. Right. You know, he just had a second kid. You know, he might be onto something with this off the field stuff. You coming home for like one day, you got a bunch of stuff to do. Then you got to go work the next day and then you have to pack because you're going to Indiana right after work. Right. You know, you know, so maybe, maybe like, you know, the season is already starting to get tired. Work is tiring. <laughs> you know that's, what I mean? So. It's a good point. <laughs> no, it's a great point. And like, I, to even add on to that, like, people like to think that it's just all fun and games, but athletes put in a ton of work. Like, it's just not on the core. Like, besides practice, working out, like the nutrition, like the diet, like everything. It's a it's a round the clock job that you have to do. Make sure you're getting your rest. So, yeah, yeah so it's it, was due, it was kind it's, of it's, it's it was kind real. of due for a trap. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Randall's really easy to read too. Like if you watch, <laughs> he wears his heart on his shoulder, dude. Love it. Though. Seriously, I love it. I love it though. <laughs> if you watch post games from the, um, the season before last, oh my after, god, when he's in his hoodie 
and his baby. <laughs> <Oh>, yeah. <laughs> and until leading up to the season where they haven't won anything yet and the hoodie's still on his head and his face is still down to when they started winning and you see like all like the smile. His like it's like he wears his heart on his sleeve. So I don't know, man. Like even when he was scoring 18 in the first, he just, I don't know. His eyes just glazed over. I don't know what was up there. Something's up. I don't know. <laughs> it, ha- it happens. Like there's a trap game. John was the one that that called it. I thought it was going to be New Orleans, uh, just because I feel like I, I I had this like we both had the same thing. It's like you're playing down the Knicks play down to their competition, and they showed that at the beginning of the season too. And I thought they would be up to the challenge. I think they may have been up to the challenge if Scotty Bar- Scotty Barnes was on the the court. But I think when they see that he's out, maybe it's like eh, easy to keep it going and. We got this one. We got this in the bag, right, guys? We got this in the bag. Let, let me ask you. Let me ask you guys a question. Let me ask you guys a question about this about this game before we move on. All right. Like if you're if you're Julius Randle, like let's talk about a little bit of the frustrations on the court. Mm-hmm. Like we, we have this new quote unquote offense, right? Because we know that Tibbs doesn't know how to run an offense, so he just like whatever you guys can do, and so he just surrendered to the analytics. Or like, yo, just shoot threes. No one can say anything if you just shoot threes, even if you miss them. They're gonna say, oh, we're analytics, we're fine. You're you're hip, you're modern. Like mess up that way, and so they're running that. But if we're, it, it, I, I know we, sh- I know we're forty two percent right at the end. But if we're down, like if it's not working, if these threes aren't working, if they're guarding us, and you, it really is like just give it to Randall. Like the whole game plan becomes foiled. And when RJ was, I mean, RJ was covered pretty well. Whether, I mean, I know he does this cool little thing where he like walks in and he like goes like this as soon as he starts the game to like turn on. Like I've noticed it a couple times, but like I really noticed it yesterday. Um, and I get it, but sometimes he, he's like too into his own head, you know, a little ironic, but he's, he, he gets like guarded. So when he's stuck at the three point line, you just got to give it to Randall. He, we're asking him to ISO. So we can't be upset with him. If, if we can't, if we can't hit a three, we can't run an offense. We give him the ball and, you know, we can't be annoyed with him if he misses it. You know what I mean? We kind of just have to like accept is what it is. If that's what we're asking him to do as a last resort, it's kind of like the third option. I see. The thing is, I think Tibbs likes to go to Randall because Randall's earned that, but. The last two games, RJ has shown that he has a complete bag. And I think for yesterday, they could have gone to RJ and they just have to say, RJ, go do your thing. Because once again, RJ put on another clinic like he did in New Orleans and showing, hey, I got a pull up jumper. Hey, I can pull, you know, I got, I can do all this stuff now. Anything that you're asking me to do, I'm not necessarily great at it, but I can now do it. I'm, he's really taking that next level. And he put up 27 points. He had six rebounds last night. He had one steal. Okay, no assist, but he was still trying to do some playmaking. He was kicking the ball out when he was driving. He's showing the diverse package that we all wanted to see from him since the start of his of his career, right? And I think we have to start moving away from saying, "All right, things don't yeah. look good. We got with let's just stop going." Like they, it has to stop saying, "Let's just go to Randall," because RJ can now do stuff. RJ can now do stuff. And it's not. It's not necessarily they are guarding RJ. Is it's that Tibbs is giving Randall that green light saying, all right, guys, nothing's working. We're going to go to our $100 million man right now to go get us some offense. And we got to stop doing that. 
because yeah. we have other guys that can do that. And I think that's it. But we'll save more on RJ because I really want to, I'm really about to. Uh, we, we can all wax poetic about RJ at the end because my goodness gracious. Yeah, I, I, I was about to jump in, but I'm going to stop. I'm going I'm to leave it. All right. <laughs> what's, 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 go, what's going to the next mm-hmm. thing, though? Because the bench unit for these last two games, not holding up their end of the bargain. <laughs> not, not at all. We're Thanks. supposed to, you know, last year, I like to say last year, Starting unit was a thunder because they like to work in the paint. And even sometimes this year, you, you like to, you see that whether it's Mitch getting wobs, Randall, eh, not as much as he used to, but between Randall and RJ, they like to bully and get to the rack. Okay. Mm-hmm. The second unit is always the lightning because they play with a lot of pace. They love to run up and down the court. They have the shooting. They're just lights out. And that was the most fun aspect last year. And that was like the big draw for this year. We are 10 deep. To what we're supposed to say, we're a deep team. I know we're still a deep team. I know it's rough right now. People are going, trying to get their rhythm back. People are still trying to figure things out, work out the kinks. It's still early in the season. If anyone's ever played a sport, you know what it is. You, you start playing regular games and you're still Yo, trying to. It sounds to like get we're two season. and five, Jay Ellis. Yeah, yeah, but we were happy. We have a winning record still. We have a winning record. <laughs> I know, right? It I sounds know. like we're two and five. And that's a stupid thing, though, because everyone's overreacting, saying, like, what is going on? Everyone's ready to throw everyone out the window, whether it's Randall, Trailer, <laughs> yeah. like everybody. It makes no sense. Burks is a, like, Burks is like getting torched. It's like, come on, guys. Like, we're I don't understand where the right Burks now. hate came from. He's playing like 10 minutes a game. Yo, <laughs> it's Burks it's, hate right now. There is crazy. Burks hate it's right Burks now, hate. man. He played fine yesterday. He played. That's it. He played fine. Like I don't know why he's. He, he, <laughs> oh yeah. He, he, he I have no issue bad. with him. Yeah, I think. So, he like, a, he, yeah, I'm sorry. He's just. He's everyone's like, getting heat because we lost a game to the Raptors that were undermanned. But once again, it's the NBA. 82 games. You're going to lose some games, and there's going to be some games that you're just not expecting to lose. Okay, it happens. But I know it sounds like we're like two and five, but we're actually five and two. But we have to calm <laughs> we have to calm people down from the ledge. All right. People are over at the Tap and Z, George Washington Bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge. They're all ready to jump into the ocean or or, or the river. And it's like, guys, exactly. relax. Just absolutely relax. So Ben Shun is not playing up to snuff right now. Not liking it. I'm gonna start off with you, JLS. What are you seeing, man? What do you think? What do you think the issues are? <laughs> um, well, first I'ma say there's more talent. In the, uh, the front court, because you know, before we had Alfred Payton starting, and you know, it, it's kind of a thing where, oh, Alfred Payton's not playing well, quickly can get more minutes. Uh, well, now we have Kemba, and you know, Kemba can shoot the lights out. So the, the, the need for quickly to stay in longer has been kind of cut. So, you know, I think that's one thing, like, it's just the depth. The depth is just, is going to make it harder for quickly to get more than 10 minutes a game or, mm-hmm. or, or have a quicker hook. Um, Secondly, um, you know, there's a thing where quickly is not, you know, he's trying to get used to playing point guard and being a shooter and still playing with Derek Rose and, um, Alec Burks. And, you know, it's, it's different when, it's different when the ball is in your hand and you have one role for the entire time you're on the court. Like, for sure. It's, it's, a little, it's a little bit weird when he's like, okay, now I'm the point guard. Now I'm the shooting guard. Now, so it's like your mentality, it, your mentality changes a little bit and it might throw off his rhythm. So I think that's kind of been happening. But, uh, but basically the real basic thing that's been happening is he's missing shots. And 
You're trying to be so nice. You're trying to be so nice. <laughs> he's just missing but shots, he's not, man. He's, he's just missing, and I expect him to hit him eventually because he was hitting him last season, and I just expect it to fall. I'm not panicking with quickly on, on the shot making, yo. Sometimes decision making is a little bizarre. The last couple of games has gotten, you know, a little more tamed, but I just need him to hit some shots at this point, really. All right. John, what, what do you got to say? I know you got some stuff to say. I know you got a lot of stuff on that. I, I see, I see the gears cooking right now that you really just want to say what's on your heart. Say it. Say it. <laughs> no, I just, I, I, I agree with, with JL. So I, I kind of want to push him a little bit to like a little bit further because I, I, I've been on this as soon, as soon as we got Kemba for two years. IQ is the odd man out, man. He's not going to be able to come in here for 10 minutes and cook like we're, we're used to him cooking. Like it, he's, he's not going to be able to put on those four, three games if he's playing 10 minutes, even if he's extended to 12 on those one or two occasions, in my opinion. So I, I kind of, that, that kind of worries me. I, I, I honestly, I hate to say his, his only redeemable Chance is when, not when, if or when, one of our point guards misses some time. You know what I mean? That's when IQ is really going to come in handy. That's where we're going to need him, and that's when his minutes are really going to step up. But if we, you know, if you go to uh, your question, Alex, is what 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 do I think the big issue is? I think we're just missing. I, 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 I hate to go back to what I said before, but we're just missing that, that guy that's going to defend the best player on the other team mm-hmm. because it's not Randall and it's not RJ yet. RJ is kind of defending the shooting guard and usually the shooting guard on most NBA teams is the second best player just happens to be like that for the most part. I think the off ball guard, like RJ can get, get him, but for the, the best player, like we really need somebody to guard them. You mean the three? So like the small forward? Yeah, like who's like we need somebody to like like to just like if OG is going off, just hold them down. If Gary Trent Jr. is going off, just hold them down. Like switch off. Like whoever it is that's going off, we just like. I think that can be RJ, but like if you mm-hmm. if you're telling you like what we're missing, that's what we're missing. Interesting. On the off on the offensive side of the ball, I think we're fine. Like. I don't know. I I I, pers- I don't know. Like if if Fournier just does a couple of mid range buckets in the third quarter, there everything's different. The whole momentum's changed. He plays yeah. in the fourth, and we win this game. You know what I mean? So like to me, the offense is fine. It's just the defense is what's bothering me. I I don't think it's a coincidence that we're what twenty fifth in the league, like you said. I don't 20th. think that's a coincidence. Yeah, I I, re- I really don't. I think that's the reality. That's really who we are right now. And we we better shape up <laughs> quick, honestly, because our, is, our schedule gets tough, dude. The thing is, is that so you're going? Are you? I just want to clarify. So you're going back to saying that the first unit, because no one on the bench is there's no there's not really a lot of people we have to worry about guarding on the bench because like it's six man versus a six man at that point. Like your seventh, eighth guy, ninth guy is not coming. I mean, in every second people. unit in the NBA is sucking right now, like and especially in the East. Like I, I'm not worried about like. We're fine. I'm 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 worried about. You're not worried about the Bulls bench. As always, and you yeah. can probably tattoo this on my head. I am worried about the Knicks third quarter. Like I've been worried about the Knicks third quarter did, since I was in eighth that. grade. <laughs> I don't, like I don't know what to and do. I th- and I think Derrick Rose is going to snap out of it eventually too. Derrick Rose had a bad game, um, but also kind of think the Raptors 
the Raptors' speed and length bother us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it bothered Rose. I think it bothered their first unit, too, to be honest with they're you. They're very long. The Raptors yeah. are very long, and they're a very good defensive team. Uh, we saw that yesterday. They were out hustling us on the on the glass, especially when we're trying. <laughs> they got all the- <laughs> they got thirteen offensive rebounds. That's insanity. Um, but right. I agree with you guys. I think for the second unit, Jalis, I agree with you that quickly just needs to start hitting shots because he's doing all this stuff. John, I'm going to ask you this question before I keep going on. Do you Uh-oh. think? Because no, 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 it's not that bad. I mean, like, because I look at quickly as like the number two, right? And I don't even know what you want to call RJ, whether he's the two, the three. Everyone says he's a three. I think he's a three. So that would make Evan Fournier the de facto two. Mm -hmm. You don't think quickly can get minutes over Evan Fournier? Or do you think Evan Fournier has to be on the court? To be honest with you, I feel like they play different positions. Even though I, I know by your logic, like I, yeah. I, I followed yeah. Jones with you on I all agree. those premises. Like I agreed with you, but like at the conclusion, for some reason, like it just doesn't, it's not a logical argument there because for some, like IQ and Fournier just play different positions to me. Fournier, I don't want him dribbling up the ball. I don't want him mm-hmm. bringing up the ball, but IQ, I need him bringing up the ball. Problem is when IQ is just standing around, he doesn't do anything because he just wants the ball. You know what I mean? So he's just like going to wait in the corner. And if he's not getting it, he's just going to stand there. And yeah. we saw what happens when he shoots those corner threes, dude. He's not a corner three guy. He has, <laughs> he has three shots in his arsenal. Let's keep those pitches like they're, like they are. I don't want him to come out here and start throwing a curveball. Hey, he's hit some layups. All right. He's hit some layups this year. All right. He's getting better. He's getting better. Let's see your right. fastball. <laughs> stick to your four seamer, your two seamer, and your changeup. And that's it, dude. Do not. I don't need you doing these crazy things like shooting corner threes. Just keep it simple. Yeah, like I, so I, 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 I get with I, I can get down with that saying that Evan Fournier and Quickly are different because they are right because Fournier is more of honestly like not RJ per se, but they're He's both that three. They're, they're 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 prototypical like two three guys like mm-hmm. shooting guard small forward like on that brink like they can go it can go either way and Quickly is more of the combo guard one two and so like his size you can't put him in there because you're losing a lot of size even though he has pretty good wingspan for his size so i I can get with that but i think the thing that's really like i think an issue that we're not talking about is that when we watch the third unit the three guard lineup that we have with burks quickly and rose they were so good into getting rhythm like just everyone, like Derek Rose was so good in creating for others and then they can all get into their own rhythm and shooting. It feels like they're all waiting for their turn to get the ball and then try to do something. And I think it needs to be a little bit more fluent or fluid uh, in the sense of like how the game is played and just play in the rhythm of the game and looking for each other. So I think that's the thing that needs to change. And I think, I don't know, I, I can't say you got to take time because these guys played with each other last season. It's literally just everyone's just got to get back into rhythm, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know what the, the right answer is, but we just got to wait for everyone to get out of their funk and start playing some team basketball. That's the one thing I'll say, though, like overall, before we go into our into uh, the next topic of waxing poetic about our guy is that <laughs> we got to stop with mm-hmm. this. It, it feels like they come out of the game really well. Like it's like uh, it's like, OK, let's all play team basketball. We're going to create for each other. We're going to work off each other. We're going to get into our rhythm. We're going to get our shots. We're going to do stuff off the dribble, whatnot, you know, play the two man game. 
And then second quarter comes along and you're like, where's the ball movement? Where is it? Why is it the screeching halt? And then we're just back into, okay, here comes some isolation. You get, it's your turn. All right. Now it's your turn. It's hard to move the ball when you're up 15. It's just a reality situation. You get complacent. That's, I think that's yeah. the getting a little bit too complacent when you're yeah. up. 15. If we're up 15, I want to take a, I want to take a three. Exactly. He's like, I want to have one. <laughs> I, hate that, I hate, I Alex hate that. Alex is going to be like, yo, I want to take a three. Uh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's, just, it's seven <laughs> points. Mm-hmm. And then, and then there's, and then we give it to Randall to, you know, bring us back. And then he misses a, a good shot. Now it's a five point game. You know what I mean? Like, d- just like that. That, 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 that's what happened yesterday. That's why. Yeah. The well, lead, like, the lead, like, f- it, it fell through like a, like a trap door. You know what I mean? I felt like all of a sudden we're walking, everything's good. Like, like the Knicks are killing, everything's great, and all of a sudden we like fall through this trap door and we're down ten, and we just did, never recovered. Like for something, like we could not get out of our own way, no matter what. Every single play, we're arguing with refs. We we're doing the same play over and over on offense. They're doing the same play over and over on defense. They're getting second chance points. I love Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> I, I, I can't stress that enough. I, I, when he's not on the floor, the second chance opportunities are abhorrent. Yeah. yeah. Are abhorrent to watch. Because, oh man, because when he's out, when he's not out, he's like, oh man. Like you can tell when he's out. And God bless him because I can tell he, when he, he's tired, but he's still trying. I can commend that. Right. Like yeah. he has, he will have one lung left and he's still trying to block a shot. Yo, Mitch. <laughs> that's when he gets, that's when he gets that terrible foul. Is every time, yeah, yo, it's, like a, it's like a yo, like a bear foul. Like I'm tired, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, you, can see, you can you see it. He's trying to get back into into shape. I would play. I can only feel his pain. I played some pickup yesterday, and I was like, I haven't played pickup in like a long time. I'm like out there after one game, I was like, oh man, oh, gotta get back into this. <laughs> yo, I can tell how tired Mitch is by the amount of times he falls on the floor per minute. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously. But that dude's a warrior. That dude's a warrior. Like we need Noel back, though. I think we're going to be we different with Noel back. You're talking about second unit. I, I, I know Taj is there. Taj is better when he's like healthy legs in February. Like that's when he comes in, you know, as a, as a low key center. He helps. Mm-hmm. He'll get us through that stretch. But right now we need Noel back, man. Yeah. If we had Noel as a center, I think Obi, Obi is playing a different game when he's in there. I think Obi, you know what I mean? Time too, though. Like, I, I, position, I, though. We're asking him to do too much, man. We're asking him, to, we're asking Sean Marion to be the five it, on, on the second unit. Like, that's literally what we're doing. Like, we need somebody there, man. I, I think he's like, I don't know. What I've seen from Obi so far is he just needs more than 10 minutes a game to get comfortable. Obi is a rhythm player. You saw when he was in the summer league. Like, he'll, he'll work himself out of these funks by shooting and running around. And when you're only running around for like five minutes at a time, you, and then sit him, you get sit back down. I kind of feel like it hurts him. He started off, he started off the first week with career high 14 points and, you know, the small <laughs> ball lineup. And you're like, yes, it's the OB show. He's back. And then all of yeah, a sudden yeah. it's like back to 10 minutes and it's like, oh, he need, he needs a runway. He's a guy who needs to get a running start to do everything from jump shots to block shots. Like he needs to just run. I I I, really, I don't even think he should be on the bench anymore. I feel like he should be on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> but you know you're right, Jalis. Like the dude needs his rhythm. Like we even saw it during preseason when Randall was out for the birth of his newborn, and you saw he had a funk. Right? He didn't really get he didn't really get himself 
situated in the first half. Second half, he comes out, gets the 13 points, get the re- gets the rebounds, like he gets back in rhythm. And you talked about it first game. We had that small ball lineup. And I've been saying this, and like we've been saying this on the podcast, like it's I want to like I want to see the small ball. I just don't think it's going to happen because Tom Thibodeau's like, we need rim protection, and he's going to have both the seven-footers in there just chilling for most of the game. I like rim protection. Don't count me with you. I, I, I need Mitch or Noel in there at all times, and if you need Tosh to get in seven to ten minutes because they're tired, then no But problem. you see, here's but my Obi's- thing, though. Here's, but here's my thing, because you've been wanting Obi to get the 20 minutes. So how is he going to get yeah. 20 minutes? Without well, him and, him small and Go ahead, Obi, JLs. Obi's defense is taking a step, man. Like he's yeah. like to me, like oh for sure. There was a there was a play yesterday. I was the one to throw Randall. I'm sorry, Randall. Like I like I was so pissed. Obi comes in the game and he like who does I think he blocks on an Obi like twice or something. And I just needed Randall to take two steps and get the rebound. <laughs> and he just stood there like his feet was in cement. And it it just it burned me. And at that point, I'm just like, yo, bench Randall put Obi in and then like maybe put Mitch in because I just felt like I feel like he started to earn those minutes now that he's like putting the effort on the defensive end and I think that's part of the problem with the second unit even with Tom even when he's playing well like ride the wave ride the wave of like he's the best defensive guy out right now ride the wave of he's hitting shots right now I think that's in the part yeah. of the problem. And then when Randall's not playing well, he's like trying to get him out of the funk by playing him more. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm I, with JLS. That's it. No, I you got me. I, that's why that's where I want does, Obi's minutes to come in. Just and that solves your initial. But you're issue, asking Alex. for but you're, at, but you're asking for 20 minutes. There's 48 minutes in a game. You know Randall's getting 30. So then that's 18 okay, that's minutes. Fun. Okay, so if he gets minimum 30, which I find to be hard to believe under a Tom Thibodeau led team. I know, but he just needs to shave by like five minutes. Like if he's getting 32, 33 a game, give that extra, you know, what, what, five, six, whatever is left to Obi that gets him at 15, 16 minutes. No problem. That sounds good. Now Randall's not asked to do too much. And now Obi gets to get into that rhythm. Jails was talking about everybody's happy, but you need Noel behind him. You can't ask him to be the five. You're, he's out of position. Yeah. You can't ask him to be the five. Absolutely. Not. That's what small well, ball is. Well, that's the thing. Well, the thing is that he wouldn't be the five. Randall would be the five because he has the body to actually push people. That's what you know. Randall and Obi together is disgusting. I'm sorry. I, am I allowed to say that out loud? Like, I do you not. I mean, it, I do not want that. It's, it's worked. It, it has worked. worked. I know. Is, I know. It, I could see it working for spurts, but I don't well, that's want the whole that. Point. It is supposed to work for spurts. It's not supposed to be, let's rely on this. Like you do that's especially when you see like the Clippers do that in playoffs. It's mm-hmm. to throw people off. Like you throw that in spurts. So like, oh, you want to have Zubak out there? Fine. We're going to go small ball. Have Zubak try to run up with us. All right. That's not going to happen. Same thing with Rudy Gobert. Use it against the Jazz. He's not going to run up with us. You're going to yeah. have to modify it to us if you want to stop some points. Exactly. If, if that's like net, how to net do zero, I'd be ecstatic. <laughs> what? What's up? It's kind of how like I do us with the zone defense. Oh, like, my yeah. God. It's only I've, <laughs> I'm so irritated that we have a better offense and they still use the zone on us. That is so disrespectful. So disrespectful. Well, bank threes on you. Bank threes on them. You can't play zone against someone who's banging threes. So do but that. Do you, do you realize we shoot less threes when they go zone? Did you, did you realize? Did you guys realize that? 
because we, we don't attack because <laughs> we don't attack we don't we don't break it down. like we don't try to burst to the rack and then have them collapse so like all right there you go <laughs> kick it out i'll tell you i'll tell you what though having a center with no offense is why the two three zone works because the way to break the two three zone is two ways you can either do the high post and break that but if your center is just stuck in and clogging the middle then the high post is double team basically that's one thing or you overload a side. But if you overload a side, then again, Mitch is not, uh, he's an offensive liability. So now you're double, you're double teaming Randall. So you're, so that's why they ISO Randall whenever there's a zone so they can get everyone away from him. But now, now we get mad that, that we're ISOing Randall. And at that point, he's not getting anyone else open. So it's really like that is how you defend the Knicks. <laughs> you know what I mean? At, at, at this exact juncture. That is how you attack the Knicks. But if you had, if you had an, if you had some sort of like RJ Barrett, which we should get into right now, that, that, that had an expanded role. And I don't think that's the Knicks problem. Like I, 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 I I want you to expand on that because I know you mentioned it and you're saying you want Tibbs to give, you know, to, to give the ball to RJ. I I think RJ just guarded. I think RJ was just, he couldn't get the ball more. I think he yesterday, he tried his best to get the ball and get open as much as he could, and he just couldn't get open. I think he tried to get to the line as much as he could, and he did a good job at that. He's hitting his free throws. That's great. I, I just think he's having a hard time. They're putting the, his, the best defenders on RJ Barrett. He's getting respect on the court. On the court, at least. <laughs> was, we won't talk <laughs> off the court. <laughs> so first off, that was clipboard X's and O's with John Malika, our resident coach for thank you for coaching the church league. So we know some, uh, how to break zones and what, whatnot, mm-hmm. but breaking the two, three point, zone. that's a CYO staple, bro. Exactly. <laughs> but to get to your point about giving RJ the ball, I can't, I can't get behind that when he puts up 36 and then 27, you know, and he's, and he puts up 20 the night before, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't say that he can't create his own shot that he can't do it. Or that I didn't say he's that being, he's just, he wasn't open yesterday. Like he didn't get open. Like what were we going to do? But I think the thing. But you're not. You see, it's one thing to say for someone to get open. It's then another thing saying take the ball, setting some screens, and helping him get open. You know, because he's good with the pick and roll of Mitch. He can get that lob. Start utilizing that. He's able to find Mitch. He's able to give him that lob. Yep. Get that going. And then once you start doing that, just that simple two man game between those two and whoever else. You now start to unlock RJ's and offense because now they have that to became honor so predictable yesterday, bro. And how predictable and, did that become yesterday, guys? Like they they read that like a book. Like we did that two times. It got the garden rolling, and then we tried it two more times. It got blocked. But that's times. the thing you can't you can't try it two times and just keep going back to knowing that Mitch is going to do it. Now they got to drop, and then he's got to take that mid range jumper and do all the other things, or set a screen, set a screen around the arc, so that we can just dribble him off the bounce and get something going. Like there's so many ways to get RJ going that it it's the same thing that we're doing with Randall. It's like okay, we're not scoring, throw the ball to Randall, let Randall figure it out, and we legit let Randall figure it out without giving Randall any help. It's not getting, we're not getting it screened. We're not doing pick and rolls with him. Like Kemba should be doing pick and rolls with Randall and having Randall roll to roll to the rim. Cause my God, that would, that would be easy two points right there. You're not stopping a map truck coming down the lane, but we're not doing that. Instead, we just give it to him. Not even the high post. We give him like out of position, like out on the wing between both the high post and the block. And it's like, all right, dude, back your way down and go try to get something, which is just crazy to think about. 
Like <laughs> get him out, get him on the low post, do something with Randall. But it's, or what I'm asking to do is say, Hey, we have a very young, talented wing who just put up 36 points the other night. And we're seeing that he's getting going again. Let's figure out, let's get some, set some screens for this guy. Do some give and goes, get him out in motion, do something like do, do something for the kid. Here's what I'm hoping. Here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that, you know, we have a situation where we have new players in Evan Fournier and Kevin Walker, we have emerging person in RJ Barrett, and we have like all these new toys to play with, and we just haven't figured out how to play with them yet. And that's mm-hmm. up to the coaching staff to figure out, right? Like, cause I don't think we've had this many weapons before. And we like and and all these are all these are legitimate arguments, but my hope is it's still early in the season and we haven't figured out these wrinkles in the playbook to counteract what the hell is going on? Because for for I feel like what we're doing right now, I hope I'm hoping this is what it is. We're defaulting to what we had last year. Like mm-hmm. what last year we had Randall doing ISO, and we're gonna start off this year with Randall doing ISO until we build out the playbook offensively and add some more wrinkles. Like we've seen some more wrinkles added to the playbook in general with with, with some success for Kemba and uh and Fournier, but hopefully we build that out more. When it comes to these end of game situations, so we don't be as predictable and like, um, like we were saying before, like, oh, we, we couldn't get RJ Bobby just because maybe, maybe he's not in the playbook yet. Maybe that hasn't been in practice yet, but you know, it's a long season. So hopefully it's like, all right, this today, you know, we're going to add this play to playbook for end of game mm-hmm. situations. Now we can get Kimball the ball. We can get RJ the ball off of a double drag screen, whoop de doo, whatever play you want to name, <laughs> right? Like. <laughs> Come on, John. What are the plays, man? You're a resident whoop, coach. You never heard the <laughs> never heard the horn whoopie doo. Like that's in the book. I heard. Horn it. Yo, speaking of plays, I really hate that the Raptors have the signs. They have like signs with with symbols on it, like it's college football. Like they held one sign with like a, a guy snapping a finger, like a finger snap. That's ridiculous. I, I I I was really that was the one thing that really annoyed me. I was like, Are come you, on, next guys. thing you're gonna tell me this. is that they got like the quarterback like wristband and they're calling out plays and just like, yo, check your wristband. Nick Nurse, you're better than that, man. You're, I, like, <laughs> wow. you're better than that. Come on. Shout out to Malachi Flynn though. He always lights it up on us too. Low key. Yeah. I like Malachi yeah. Flynn. I like Malachi, Malachi Flynn. I, I wanted him last year, man. Yeah, yeah same. <laughs> I wish you drafted him too, man. You gotta give him props. Uh, uh, you know, sure. play, uh, yeah. The Raptors have John good- Starks, nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, other than that, like the good thing is that we're complaining with a winning team. And this is like the nitpicking all other sports podcasts get to do. If you're like a Spurs fan, if you're like a Warriors fan, this is the, this is like, we're talking about like the, in the grand scheme of thing, we're talking about little adjustments that we're asking the teams to do, to add more plays for RJ, to really stop doing isolation play, to, to, you know, play better defense to not blow leads. These are like the small quibbles that we're having rather than saying, guys, this organization is ridiculous. We have to do an overhaul. Oh yeah. my God. This is all we don't we have, even have a development staff. Like, are we crazy? how are we trading for Devin Booker? Yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> my goodness. He's having a down year. Maybe we should get him now. This is it. This is the chance. <laughs> <laughs> I can't no, like, straight up for a debook who says no. No, I'm like, yeah, right. Thank <laughs> you for Ben Simmons. Uh, He's not vaccinated, bro. He can't play here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he can't play but, here. But no, like, just to keep going back out to RJ, like, I, I love what RJ's doing this season, man, to, to keep it going. Like, it is great to see 
are in his third year. Shout out to David Zeno who said, watch out for third year RJ. Like he was, the goods are coming, man. The goods are coming. This kid has been killing it the last couple of games. The last three games, RJ's averaging 23, 27.3 points per game, 5.7 rebounds per game, 63% field goal percentage, 63% three-point percentage, 80% free throw percentage. A star in the making, man. All-star. No, he's, yeah. he's going to be all-star. This is, if he does this, he's going to be all-star. You're calling all-star this year for him? If he does this, if he keeps this up, I mean, and, we're, and yeah. we're the number three, and we're top three seed, we're, we're, he's going to be an all-star. Has to. It's going to be like the Milwaukee Bucks type deal where it's like, yeah, maybe, you know, he doesn't have the best numbers ever, but they are where they are because of him. Like, you know, straight up Middleton. Uh, I, was, I was thinking you could go straight yeah, up like Middleton type. Yeah. 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 If, if he keeps this up, man. If it's like I don't know, I don't know what the future holds. Sometimes you go on these stretches where you, you know, you go out of your mind. If he keeps this play up, um, I, I definitely see him being an all star. I didn't Obviously. expect it. I didn't expect. I feel like I he's not playing out of his mind. I feel like he's playing he's bad. Not. The thing he's is, the craziest the thing, part. <laughs> the thing, the thing is, like, it's not out of like obviously sixty three. Three point percentage is just like not that's not sustainable. It's like it's good. It's going to be forty. Like he's going to average right, somewhere be 80, around forty. Right? Yeah, right. If he if he's dropping, <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> Steph Curry handle this, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but no, like the thing with like with RJ, it's just like JLC say, like we don't know what the future is for this kid. John, you mentioned that he's not doing anything flashy. He really has something similar. Not he doesn't. He's not Paul Pierce, but he has that like that basic, not flashy game, but just gets his numbers because he uses his attributes to do so. So in this case, he's not the fastest guy, right? But he knows he has the body and the strength to bully his way in and get shots. And he's gotten better off the dribble and doing things. And he's playing at his pace, kind of like what Kawhi Leonard does like why is not the fastest guy but he plays to like his own pace and Mm -hmm. that's it right like he's just playing to his own pace and creating the shots that he knows on his own time you have to figure it out like if he develops like that herky jerky type of play style like that's really going to throw people off because herky jerky guys are usually not the fastest guys you know what i mean so to me but i don't know I call it. I call it. I just. I've been saying it all last. I think Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler with a three. I've been saying you know. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Jimmy I Butler mean, three. Jimmy Butler. <laughs> the thing is, like Jimmy Butler, I think is more athletic and quicker off the dribble. I think he's. I think it's no. You don't think so? Well, RJ's got this, bro. He's I'm not saying RJ doesn't. Look at RJ's twenty. Look at RJ's first two years in the league, and Jimmy Butler's first two years in the league. It's not even I'm close. Not, yeah, I'm not gonna give. I'm not gonna compare that because Tibbs was coaching Jimmy, and he's like, "You're a rookie. You're not playing eight minutes. Get the hell out of here." Oh, you're a sophomore too. You're not playing eight minutes. <laughs> I'm just saying that when he started playing, like when, when he, he started minutes. But then you have to start like from the third year to compare With his age. Yeah, yeah. I still think. No, like, I, I don't. I still I think don't RJ think. compares to Jimmy. I still. I think so too. I think yeah, he, I'm I, sorry. I, honestly, I look at him. More, I, honestly, I look at RJ more of like a Jalen Brown type player, in my opinion. Just. That's how I look at it. Like a big wing who's physical has a shot. Has a shot. I think we all love Jimmy Butler just because Tibbs had Jimmy Butler. I think that's just the mm-hmm. easiest thing to say. But in my well, eyes, I think, I think Jalen Brown and RJ are like more similar than it is RJ to uh, Jimmy. 
Well, I, I was I only say that because I know Jimmy Butler was good in the mid range, that kind of lower mid range area, and that's kind of what RJ's bread and butter kind of was, yeah. but you didn't really see it because the spacing was so bad. <laughs> and now that the spacing is there. And he's gotten better at finishing. You're starting to see it more. And the three wasn't really there yet when I was even making those comparisons last year. But now it's kind of coming along. So that's but where that's, the three came from. Where, but that's why, I mean, that's why, that's, that's why I'm saying like more like Jalen Brown, because Jalen Brown came in as like a defensive guy, not really a shooter. Yeah. And then, yeah, but Jalen could pull up from the top of the key from three. And you, that's no problem. No, nah, not, not first year. Jalen was not like a three point. No, but like right that. now, like, yeah. if I don't want RJ pulling. RJ could shoot corner threes when he's open. He's doing some no off the problem. dribble, man. He's doing some off the yeah, dribble. Yeah, he's off the dribble three. I was like, whoa, where did that come from? It was nice, <laughs> but like, I don't want him. I don't want to pull him off from the top of the key. Like, I, I, I would rather at this juncture. Yeah, the step back, dude, man. You gotta let guys do this type of stuff in order to get comfortable with it. I'm just, like, I'm just saying. I like that right him. Now. I like him. I just, I don't know. I either one is fine. Where you McKean have that tiz mentality, man. You're like, if I haven't seen, you're like Patrick Ewing. Did you do that in practice? No. What the hell are we doing? You shoot out that here? shot. You didn't practice. Shoot shot. Yeah, shoot in practice. <laughs> <laughs> like shoot yep. that shot. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the two dribbles. You know, two dribbles and then pull up from hell three yeah. kind of thing. Be Rip like, Hamilton, bro. Yeah, like those. Yeah. All right. I can, I can do with that. You know. But listen, him, if Fournier him, or more, RJ man. Barrett decide to decide to embrace the mid range game. Especially when the the Knicks are hundred percent on this three point you know invasion, <laughs> if 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 either or could just embrace the two man the the mid range game and you know it's worked you've seen it work Kevin Durant right. mm-hmm. like you, even Clay Thompson gets in there hell yeah Rip Hamilton like you go down the list the mid range game is huge man and if we if just one, you if, could go just go back to the finals we just saw two teams that were proficient in the mid range Kawhi. Yeah, the mid range is not dead. Like, I'm just saying. So if if, if 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 those two could develop that and just really sit on that, I, th- I think our offense changes. Oh, for sure, 100. percent And I hope they take more mid range. They can't. I don't want to see the Houston Rockets, Daryl Morey, live and die by the three. That that's just nonsense. Um, but that's what they did last night. They didn't utilize the mid range until RJ started getting going and was like, oh, let me just do everything to create some offense. So. RJ is amazing, guys. I love the development. I can't wait. Everyone just had to be patient. We're going to see. I'm expecting a very big year. I think he's going to get the 20 points per game that everyone wants. I think he's going to be that dude that, this year. Yeah, um, man. I agree. Are we going to bounce back versus the Pacers, though? So let's get into the schedule now. <laughs> let's get into the schedule. We got the Pacers on deck for tomorrow. Are we going to bounce back against the Pacers? I think yes. I think mm-hmm. I don't think a Tom Thibodeau-led team – like there, there, John. You mentioned on the last podcast that this team will go on losing streaks. I think if we're, I think if you're Tibbs, you see a struggling Pacers team, you say we got to beat these guys now because all these other teams in the NBA. I think this is what he's trying to like. If if he's coaching them and saying from a high aspect, guys, it's early in the season. Every team's struggling, whether it's the Nets. The Bucks, whatever, everyone's records are not per- like I say the Bucks because they they don't like what you're looking. They're all coming serious. back, bro. All the, the Nets, the Bucks, and the Pacers all all bouncing back. Like, I, I, but this, this is what I'm moment. saying. I know, but this is what I'm saying. Like everyone's struggling; they're starting to bounce back. And I think Tibbs himself is saying, "Look, guys, it's still early. People are starting to figure it, trying to figure themselves out. 
We have to win the games, especially early in the season, to get this good positioning. So when you see the paces up, I think he's saying, look, we got to beat the paces because that next game, that's going to be a challenge because that's the Milwaukee Bucks. So I do expect uh, the Knicks to come out and, unfortunately, give us another scare because that's the only way this team knows how to how to win. And they're going to beat the Pacers, but they're going to get a lead. It's going to dwindle. They're going to bounce back, have cardiac Knicks again, and we're going to get that win against uh, the Pacers. That's what I think. Jealous, what about yourself? I agree with you there. I, I don't think we're going out this. I don't think we're leaving that building without a win. Um, I think Julius is going to have a better game. I think Evan Fournier is going to have a better game because I don't think he's like being benched in the fourth quarter at all. I, don't, mm-hmm. I think he took that personally. Um, and I, and I think our, I'm hoping that our, it's going to be tough, you know, pace is a little, going to be a little bit tougher, but I, I feel like we fared well for him for with them playing against them last season. And I expect the same this season. I, I think we're going to win that. John, what about yourself? Um, I would be lying if I say I wasn't nervous about this game. The Pacers, I, uh, they did look tough the first four games. You know, I'm a league pass addict. <laughs> I, I, I can't stay away. Last, last Pacers game with Levert finally back. They looked really good. They look really good with Levert. You like be worried about the Pacers with Levert. They, oh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Like they look really good. I'm hoping maybe he doesn't play this game or maybe because, you know, this is his first game back. Might be on a minutes restriction in the second game. Also, we're going to be like you guys said, I agree with both of you. We're going to have chip on our shoulders from all our key players, right? Fournier, the point guards, Randall, throw RJ in there, right? Like everybody's going to be, you know, there to go. And Mitch versus Miles Turner. You're going to tell me that he doesn't, he doesn't know about those rumors, right? He knows. Yeah. He, he's out for blood. And Randall, we know is out for blood versus Sabonis. Kind of worried that Sabonis wants a rematch there. You know what I mean? Like Randall can't win every time. So. You know, I'm, I'm actually, a, I'm a tiny bit worried oh my about God, this. God, you're going to be hyped for this game. Jeez. Yeah. This is a big game for us because I'm going to look ahead. I, and again, I'm a big Knicks fan, guys. I think we're going to get smacked versus the Bucks on Friday. Friday night Knicks is not going to be nice to us. The Bucks are off from yesterday till Friday. They're waiting for us off another loss. Like you said, they have a slow start. I think Middleton will probably be back. Uh, I'm worried about Friday. I think the Knicks are worried about Friday. I think everybody knows like this Friday is going to be a tough one. And uh, we need, we need this game. We need it. So I, I, I you know what? I'm, I'm worried, worried about the Bucks, but you know what though? Do you know when we, you know when we beat the Bucks the first last year? Yeah, last, last year. year. You know what happened? Alfred Payton was playing out of his mind. He was, he had like, <laughs> like 20 points and everybody was leaving him open for three. And that's pretty much why we won, because he was hitting shots. <laughs> like, who is this man hitting, hitting shots from the three-point line? That was the EP game. <laughs> yeah, that was the EP game. And this year, we have somebody who can do that for us. So I'm not sure. I mean, difference is defending champs and... and uh, <laughs> There's a, there's a monster down there. Yeah, I don't think they're going to leave Kemba Walker open. Yeah, I'm about to say, they're not, they're not going to do that. Come on now. Yeah, I mean, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm trying to be optimistic against Kemba. It's, it's going to be a rough one. I'm sorry. He's, yeah. he's going to be there's nobody. There's by. nobody to hold Giannis. <laughs> yeah. This Friday is going to be tough. And because of that, we need this game. Like, I'm, I'm worried about it. Like, if Friday was a, a mediocre opponent, 
I'd I'd be singing a different tune about the Pacers game. I'd b- maybe be a little more negative, but we need this game because of the Bucks coming in. I I we we can't afford this losing streak right now, Alex. I know I said we're gonna we're gonna go on a losing streak. We can't afford it right now. We need to beat the Pacers game. We we're gonna take it seriously. We're not gonna lack any motivation here. So I'm excited about that. I see a win here. I see a loss versus the Bucks. Sunday night mat Sunday night matinee versus the Cavs in the Garden. Well, yeah. Well, I think I just want to get in with you guys. I see a yeah. loss to the Bucks. I don't know if it's gonna be an ass whooping though. I think they'll be in it. I think they'll be in it. I don't think it'll be. A, I don't think it'll be an ass whooping where it's going to be like twenty points. I think it will be on the ten to twelve range because we'll come back and make it look a little bit cleaner at the end. <laughs> Personally, so we're on the same page now with Pacers and with Bucks. Yes, all of us. What yes. teams are you guys scared of? Because in I'm not East? scared of that many teams in general. In, the I'm East. Not, in general, I'm not scared oh, of that many teams. Well, oh. But Bucks scare the living crap. Well, out of, me, well, of course, honest. the championship Bucks. Yeah, Bucks. The Heat. The, the Heat playoffs. Scares, I don't want to play. Heat, the Heat. The Heat is intimidating. <laughs> the Heat. The Heat is intimidating. That defense I, is real. <laughs> I don't want to play the Celtics. I don't want to play the Celtics in the playoffs. I don't care what anyone says right now. I I just don't want to do it. I'm not scared of the Celtics. I'm not, I'm not scared, scared of, the of them. I'm not scared of them. But I'm not. We're not. I'm not. Going into a playoff series with the Celtics, like yeah, we got this. They're, it's gonna go it's seven. Not, no, it's not. <laughs> you know a, what I mean? It's not. It's, it's not a we got this. Sorry to cut you off, Jalos. It's not a we got this, but it's a. I see. I could see the Celtics. One, they're in turmoil right now. Marcus Smart making his comments. Yeah, yeah uh, of course. That's all. But but, but 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 I know it's gonna change. But the way I see it is that once again, there's no playmaker on this team. You're asking your two best wings to make be playmakers, and I kind of. Look at this as the same as the Clippers well, the last two seasons. You have these two good wings, but no point guard play, and you're trying to figure out who's going to get what. That's where you have a really good four general. They don't have that, and I think that's where they can get exposed, is that you can just stop them like say, okay, you, we're going we're gonna to stop Jalen right now because he's got the ball and he's not really going to pass it. Okay, we're going to stop Jason right now because he's got the ball and he's not really going to pass it. Like We can't stop him. Not stop him, but like contain him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, can, I don't, yeah. I just one of those guys is gonna drop. Would you? Would, would you be singing a different? Real quick, would you be singing a different tune if Tatum hits that three at the end of regulation? He was wide no, open. No, no, okay. but I, I, kind of, I kind of feel like Jalen Brown is playing, playing out of his mind. That game. Yeah, that's true. Jalen's not dropping forty six every single night. Yeah, that's not happening. That's true. Do <laughs> you see what the Bulls just did to them last night? I'm not scared of the Bulls. Of, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely worried about. I'm definitely worried about the Hawks. I would throw the Nets in there. Like, I don't want to play the Nets in a series. I'm not scared of them, but I'm scared of Kevin Durant. 100%. Yeah. Kevin Durant's unbelievable. Yeah. Am I, I'm, am I worried that I'm, am I crazy that I'm still not scared of the Hawks, even though they got Molly Watt last season? I'm not, I'm not scared of them. I don't, I don't mind. It's like, you're going to have to I don't respect them enough can't. to scare them. To be scared I, of them. I just you know, know what I mean? <laughs> I think, I think, I think for me, it's like, I respect these teams, and I know they'll just the Knicks are just going to have battles with these teams. Right, I respect the Hawks. I respect the Hawks. I look at them as not saying I'm afraid that we're going to lose them. I just know that most of these games are going to be a full on battle at this point. Yeah, and it's not knowing which way it's going to end. Like last season, I know everyone was hyped about the Hawks. They're better this year. The Hawks. You think the Hawks are better this year? I think they're better. Mm. We're better. They're playing better. They're playing better. They're playing better than they do in the playoffs right now, even though Trey Young's not going off yet. The only thing is he's not getting those fouls. 
which is huge. I think it's, it's huge. That it's, is big. It's so that, huge. So and RJ will smack Cam Reddish. Sorry, <laughs> man, that's little bro. Sorry, you're right. I, th- I love Cam Reddish, but you're right. My thing is, is that the Hawks are deep. We're deep. Regular season is just everyone getting ready for the postseason. I'm not afraid of these teams except the Bucks. And yeah. I would be more terrified of the Nets if they had Kyrie. What about the Heat? But they don't. Heat. I'm, I'm terrified. I'm of terrified of the Heat, too. I don't the heat, the heat, bro. The Heat, it's Pat <laughs> Riley. I don't trust Pat Riley, man. Just don't trust that man. I do not trust that man. Yeah. Don't trust I'll, that I'll, man. I'll throw, I'll, I would throw Heat and Hawks up there, too. Like, you know, just at least at least those guys. No, like, I, re- I respect these teams. Put some respect but, on their name. Okay. Mm. Put the get Heat, Bucks, and a full net squad. Not yeah. this net squad, a yeah. full net squad. Those are the okay, three no, teams. No, no. How, about, how about this? How about this? No Kyrie, but healthy Harden. Still, that, that's a, that's a real team. That's, uh, it's still, it's still, it's still a challenge, but I don't, th- I don't, I look at everybody else on the team. Like, well, Marcus Aldridge is scaring me. Blake Griffin's not scaring me. Who, who, Joe Harris? I'm not afraid of Joe Harris. Those two guys Dude, are, Patty Mills. About- they're a good team, yeah. man. They're good. Healthy hard in my team. I'm not saying they're not a good team, but they're not they're not terrifying. I think I've been watching the Nets a lot, bro. They're really they're good. Healthy hard. I I hate to say it, but if 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 Harden is 100, percent it's going to be scary. But the thing is that you're saying like they're good and act like like, we're also good. Like the team, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing. I get that. (laughs) We're not. I'm not over here saying that we're going to like win the championship. But if you're saying, hey. I'm not terrified like, of them. I'm honestly yeah. more scared of the Heat, t- to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, no, but, I agree with that. Yeah, we're still under them. But, yeah. Okay, so nice tangent. We, I like it. We 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 beat the Pacers. We lose to the Bucks. We have like a, a, a midday matinee at home versus the Cavs. Six o'clock on Sunday. Kind of weird time. That's midday. That's evening. <laughs> Yes. Well, because that's well, that's prime time for for Sunday, right? The Super Bowl is on Sunday at six o'clock. That's prime time. It's weird. It's a weird time. I think for midday is noon. That's another story. Yeah, that's that's another story. Midday is afternoon. Oh, okay. Like, All right. Well, it's just it's just a weird time for a weird time for NBA basketball game. No Jets, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Jets are going to ruin our our week on Thursday. How dare you? <laughs> Mike, <laughs> Mike, Mike White, White is White the show. truth. <laughs> Mike White show. We need but, this win, but I'm scared of this game, man. But, I'm, I'm a little scared of this uh, Cavs game, especially on a Sunday, coming yeah, home no. again. Again, coming yeah, home. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared of that Kemba matchup, for real. The Cavs are good. The Cavs are a good defensive team. A lot the of Jared height. Allen matchup? Hmm? Not only Jared Allen. The Jared Allen matchup? Mobley. The most underrated center in the league? Evan Mobley, bro. We're, that's the guy I'm like. He's, he's tantalizing. He's, he's a good player. <laughs> no, we, like, we, like the, we like the Cavs on, on this podcast. Yeah, I mean, they're good, dude. Uh, they got a lot of – look, they took the Knicks uh, blueprint and they just expanded it. They said, F the power forwards. We're going to go all centers this time, all right? We got Lori Marketing. We got Evan Mobley. We got uh, Jared Allen. We want everyone who's seven foot and taller. But, no, they're, I think defensively they're a good team. Colin Sexton is having a year so far. Uh, Darius Garland is going off. They're going to be a tough team. This is not the easy pushover Cavs of years past. This is going to be a battle. I think the Knicks can squeeze out a win against them, but this is going to be once again that same situation like against the Pacers where they're going to get a lead. It's going to dwindle, and then some late-game heroics is going to help us win because the Cavs are a good team. 
But I won't yeah, be surprised gonna... if we I wouldn't be surprised if we lose, but I think I think the Knicks have this one I, just because yeah. of the youth of the backcourt. Yeah, I'm I would keep an eye on Tibbs and like him monitoring the speed up because like I've no I I've just noticed our first unit sometimes it just looked tired after a while. Like they'll play defensive and spurts, but it just looks like they stopped trying after like a it's like a time limit on it. So with those guys with their kind of faster backcourts and us like with us with Kemba and Fournier, I think Tom has to keep an eye on the effort level um from that first unit on the defensive end and maybe you have to start subbing stuff early, uh or you know, recruit some grime, grime time or grind time, something like we might have to, we might have to dig deep and switch it up if Fournier or somebody decides not to play defense. I'm just saying. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, to be honest with you, this is a bad matchup. I low key think this is our first losing streak. I think Bucks loss at, in Milwaukee and then come home, Cavs loss. And Alex, you had it almost right. I think this is identical to the Raptors game that we just had. I think we're gonna ha- we're gonna have a little bit of a lead in the f- in the beginning and drop off. I could also see us coming up short from the beginning, just Cavs running us, mm. uh, just like kind of like uh, having more speed, more pace than us. This kind of feels like a little trap, especially because that. it's sandwiched in between the 76ers on the road, and then we got back home Milwaukee again. Whew. So yeah, oh, this yeah this this really feels like an L to me. Especially because I think that we're gonna go and grab a W in Philly on that Monday. Especially because you're talking about you're talking about a slow team with injuries. Embiid, yeah. I mean, He's, Embiid is injured. The, the Phillies is whack. They can't figure it out. They don't know what's going on over there. They're in, they're in actual turmoil. That yeah, team. they're in actual. But they're five and two. <laughs> so like, what, they're five and two. On? I mean, yeah. But I, 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 have you been impressed with anything they've been doing? No, I'm not, I have not been impressed with anything that they're doing, but yet they're five and two. And they've, when you look at like who they've been like, they beat the Trailblazers. Granted, Dame has not been in form. You know, they beat this, they beat the Hawks. Not really concerned about the Pistons. They, beat the they killed the Hawks. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if you're looking they at lost it, like, to us. They, they lost to us. I guess if you're looking at it, who they truly beat <laughs> to give you like the They killed the Hawks. Like, yeah. I can see it. I, I can. I, I can get behind it. Then I can. I can get. I just want to keep it. crushing them. Can we just keep crushing Philly? Every like this is yeah, going to be their be, revenge game. Ooh, They're looking yeah. forward to this game. We're looking forward to this game. Yeah. I just. I, I. I don't know. I. I just. I have. I have a feeling. This it just feels very Nixy to lose to the Cavs at home on a Sunday, right in the mix, and then get back up as underdogs in Philly and and Opposite win that day game. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah, be great. Like, we're going to be favorites. We're going to be favorites yeah. on Sunday versus the Cavs. We're, and we're, I feel like we're going to lose and we're going to be dogs versus Philly. And I think we're going to win. And then okay. that, that kind of puts us up as a toss up. And hopefully we're able to beat the Bucks at home and split that, you know, to, and that's where we are right now when you listen to this podcast, right? Like this is the, like the last time that this podcast uh, expires. We're here on Wednesday, November 10th, the new episode coming out. And I, I, I think, I think we'll be okay here. We split the Bucks. Beat the Pacers, beat the Sixers, lose to the Cavs. That's fantastic to me. I'm down with that. Three, three and two. I can get, I can get with that. Uh, I just want to beat, I just want to beat the 76ers. I just want to beat them for like, how much? We haven't won since 2012. Think, bro. Can, can we that's get them the like, can we get like a just seven like year win run on the 76ers? I want, I want us to get the 15, 17 game win streak now. I don't want them to beat us <laughs> at all. That on is the us. table. 
Yeah. Run the table on a six. That's what I'm saying. I think they think like that too, guys. I legit think that. I legit think that. <laughs> so, you they know, I, I'm going to have to change it and go with you, John. I'm going to have to change it and say that we'll listen to the Cavs too, because I can see that now. It is opposite day Sunday. I can, I can see, see it, but I'm not conceding. No, don't, Jales. Oh, hold the line. Hold the line. Because we not want to be wrong. Guys. We want to be wrong. Yeah, I'm. I'm. A, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, I, I hate to do this. I'm a flip with John because obviously, day Sunday is a thing. It is a thing. <laughs> it is a thing, man. It is a thing. I could see that the two game beat the Pacers, two game losing streak, beat the Sixers. Where I will differ with you is that I don't see us being the Bucks. I can't see that both times. I don't see it. Solid sweep. It's not a sweep. Do we play the Bucks a few more times this season? We usually play. Uh, I'm just saying, like in this little in this little stretch, I'm going with my most optimistic count, which is lose to the Bucks away, and then win. Well, beat wait, beat the Pacers next game, lose to the Bucks, mm-hmm. come back, beat the Cavs, beat the 76ers. <laughs> Losing the Bucks. Oh, I was about to say, he's going to lose a game. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, JLS has got beating the Pacers, losing to the Bucks, beating the Cavs, beating the Sixers, losing to the Bucks. John's got beating the Pacers, losing to the Bucks, losing to the Cavs, beating the Sixers, beating the Bucks. I got beating the Pacers, losing to the Bucks, losing to the Cavs. Beating the Sixers, losing to the Bucks. So I'm going two and three. I know it's not scared. You guys are too scared of Milwaukee. Is it? Oh, 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 Wait, we just had a tangent about you being afraid of the Bucks. What is going on? Here? <laughs> what you yeah, got, yeah, we should be scared of them. Come on, we could beat them. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. This is that's this hilarious. All right. I mean, who do maybe if we resign a What's his name? Who we signed from the Portland Dribblers? Who was the Giannis stopper on the Knicks for a year? Noah Vonley. Oh, oh yeah, maybe we should yeah, just Noah Vonley. <laughs> if we sign Noah Vonley, maybe that's uh, true. Or Bobby Portis. Or Bobby. Portis. We'll have him switch. Have him switch for the day. Nah, yeah. we need the we need the king, man, the one who stopped the king, Mario Hazonia. <laughs> Get Ooh. him back. In the- I'm down. I'm down for Hazonia. He walked over. I mean, poster. he stepped over Giannis into the Kumpo. Yeah. He posted. <laughs> he did. I forgot about Super Mario's prowess. You need to bring yeah, it back. Come on, man. Prowess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. On that note, this is a great place to end it. JL is Mario Hazonia is a great place to end. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> great place to end. But JL is my man. Thank you for coming on the show. We always appreciate it. Please let our oh, listeners yeah. know where they can find you, but if they don't know where to find you. I don't know what you guys are doing. I don't know how you know about us. You don't know about JLS, but JLS, please go <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, just find us at uh, youtube.com slash the Nick of Time show. Don't forget the, you, can, you can just Google us, really. <laughs> yeah, it's, go- it's Google Nick of Time. Just Google the Nick of Time show. You should pop up. Instagram and SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Twitter, all that stuff. Come on, and the blog. Come on, man. You got it. And the blog. Nick Thompson. <laughs> Snap blast. Snap backs in the blog. And oh, check out the Ninja P comic on the blog, too. Yeah. Oh, that's, that was really good. Yes. Really liked it. Really liked it. Really liked it. Thanks. Great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, uh, totally I know you had Alex Wolf edit that. That was great. Great illustration. Yeah, great comic. That was awesome. Shout out to Alex yeah. Wolf. Shout out to my guy, uh, Ronnie Sennon, for the, the, the art. And yeah. 
Awesome. Awesome stuff. Well, everyone, make sure to go check out The Naked Time Show. You can find them on all platforms, everywhere, as JL has said. They do great work. He does great work over there, and everyone else that's part of his team. Good stuff. Raw, Ryan, you know, you got Mikey over there. Everyone, everyone's doing everyone's doing some great stuff. But everyone, that's the end of this Nick's pod of the Nick's Jess, et cetera, podcast. So please make sure to give us a five-star review if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts. And if you don't, it's okay. I'll tell you why. As my cat is trying to freaking fight their way into this door. You can find us on Spotify, <laughs> Google Play, Amazon, Alexa Stitching, you name it, we are there. On top of that, if you're watching this on YouTube, please make sure to hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit that notification bell. It's just a polite thing to do. Also, <laughs> please make sure to find us on all social media platforms, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you name it, we're there. We are there. Alright, everyone. Catch you later this week for a Jets pod and a Jets rapid reaction for us going crazy for Mike White. The legend, Mike White. <laughs> Hall of Famer, Mike White. <laughs> Let's go next, Mike Mario. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll get it. Mike White and, and Mario Hazonia. Yeah. That's it, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> the gods. The Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs>